Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Everyone staying warm? It's a chilly, chilly morning. I was like, the difference between staying in the sun and staying in the shade is, is drastically different. Um, well, welcome today. I am Stephen. I am the uh, young adult, or the young adults, the which one is it? student ministries pastor. I know, you start, start forgetting. Um, and we are really glad you're here. If, uh, if you're a first-time guest, if you're joining us today, there is a connection card in the back of the seats right in front of you, as well as prayer cards. Now, those prayer cards we take very seriously, and, and no matter what you have going on in life, I encourage you to fill one of those out. You can drop it in one of the, the boxes, and we, we pray for those as a staff throughout this week. Um, if you haven't noticed, does everyone have a name tag? Today is Community Sunday, or Soup Sunday, or Name Tag Sunday. It is the Sunday where we wear name tags, and after service, we will have a bit of soup in the back. So stick around. Don't go running off to get lunch, because you could have a lunch right here. Many of us, including myself, made some soup that we will have right in the back. So stick around, start some conversations, get to know some people, and enjoy some soup that we all made here today. Um, this Wednesday... We will also be having the resuming our student ministry gatherings. Uh, it will be kind of our first night back in the new year, this Wednesday at 6.30 to 8.30. And at the same time, we will be having moms off duty uh, in the KMC right below the student ministry center. Moms off duty, right? Yeah. <laughs> and also, for all the students, just to kind of launch the, the new year, we are going to be doing a games and grub night this Friday. Friday night at 6.30, so come, we'll have some pizza, you bring your favorite uh, snack to share, and we'll just have some grub and play some games together. So that's going to be a lot of fun. You guys going to be there? Yeah. Students? I don't hear any of you guys. Are you guys going to be here? Yeah. There you go. At least I got the Anderson girls there. It's all right, we'll play some Uno, spicy Uno. That one's a fun one. All righty, uh, I'm going to pray for us, and then uh, Melody's going to be coming up. Dear Lord, thank you for this morning. Lord, thank you that we get to come together this morning and, and worship you. Lord, I pray that you, your presence would fill this place. I pray that no matter what we come into this place with, no matter what um, our weeks look like, that we would just be present to what you're doing here this morning. I pray for Melody, that you'd be um, speaking through her. I pray that you would be... Um, just speaking to each of our hearts and our minds. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Stephen. Yay! Good morning. Chilly, chilly morning, huh? Yeah, a little bit? How'd you feel? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Yes, someone over here, clearly. Oh, Mike, that's right. Is the water colder when it's colder, or it's always about the same? It's colder. Okay, Mike is a big surfer guy, so he would know. I don't know any of the science behind it. You can tell how much I step into the ocean by my question right now. It's always too cold for me. Anyone? It's always too cold to step into the ocean? Okay, what are we doing in California? I'm not sure, <laughs> but we like to look at it. Uh, well, welcome this morning. My name is Melody, and I'm one of the pastors here, and so excited that you are here in this new year. Happy New Year. 
We still say that. It's January 7th. Anyone like, you know, I know the days between Christmas and New Year's, we all kind of forget what day it is. We all get a little bit lost. Is it Thursday? Is it Tuesday? Is it, you know. But then around the 6th or the 7th, I find that a lot of people like hit a low. Like, oh, we're in the new year. Anyone? I feel that sometimes, you know, like, okay, yeah, we're in the new year. Oh, it's a new year. Okay, let's get this going. If kids go back to school tomorrow, yeah? You guys excited? Yeah. You excited about that? Yeah. Parents, you excited about that? Yeah. Well, we will pray for everyone tomorrow. If you're just going back to school or going back to work, whatever it is, um, I will pray for your day to be short and sweet tomorrow. Uh, and like Stephen just said, please, please, please stay for Soup Sunday today. We are, uh, I, I love Soup Sunday because you get to taste different soups. So I made two, but I did not put my name on them because I'm not sure how it's going to go. Although now I just gave myself up. But let's see what you think. They're experiments, both of them, but I think they're good. We'll see. Uh, all right, so welcome to New Song. Today, am I doing it? Is it me? Should I take off my earring? I forgot to do that, George. Um, today we are starting a new series called Sing a New Song. Now, if you know me, and many of you do, you might be worried that I will turn this sermon series into a musical. Yeah? <laughs> Or you might be worried that I will break out into song with my new favorite microphone. <laughs> this is just going to live up here, this whole series. So be aware that uh, that could happen at any moment. But that's not the plan. That's not the plan right now. Um, the series that we're doing right now is we are going to look at Psalm 40. Psalm 40 is actually a foundational psalm to new song here, this church. Um, and Grant and I thought, you know what? It would be a great way for us to start the new year. Sometimes we want to begin things afresh and to do things new. And sometimes you got to look back in order to look forward. Sometimes, you know, all, all of these uh, thoughts ran through our heads. So we thought, why don't we start off a new series in the new year based on Psalm 40. So you should have a copy of the Psalm with you. If you do not, I'm gonna ask you to run outside those doors and get yourself a copy because that is going to be vital to today's message, okay? And if you're listening online, press pause, go get a Bible or uh, print something out and get Psalm 40 in front of you. You're also going to need a pen. Now, I had my daughters look in every seat back pocket in front of you, and everyone should have a pen. If you don't, also go outside or back on the prayer wall. There are some pens. So, everyone clear on that? All right, well, story time. Here we go. So, when my kids were uh, smaller, when my kids were smaller, some of them would wake up in the middle of the night. Parents, do you remember this? Or kids, do you remember this? Or maybe you woke up in the middle of the night? And let me tell you, there's nothing quite like opening your eyes and having a kid right in front of you. Okay, it's a little scary, but you know, it's okay, they're your kid. Um, but uh, it usually was, mom, I can't sleep. 
Dad, I had a bad dream. I heard a noise. I'm scared of something. So Chris and I, one of us would take them back, tuck them in, and be there maybe a few minutes, and they would go back to sleep. Now, many, many, many times, Chris and I might have to stay with them, just give them a little more comfort, a little more reassurance, and you know, we might sing a song, we might pray with them. And I remember one time, clearly, my son, he said, Mom, would you please just pray to Jesus and sing me a Jesus song? And I said, okay, buddy, I'll do those things. And every time that happened, most of the time, because sometimes I was cranky about it, but a lot of times that that would happen, that reminded me that my kids knew where to go for comfort. My kids knew that I was going to be there to provide them some peace, to provide them a form of protection, to tell them, I'm with you, I am here. They had all the comforts around them. They had their blankies, they had their stuffed animals, they had nightlights, they had all of these things, but none of these things provided the comfort or the assurance that they needed in that moment. These things, the nightlight, the blankie, the, the whatever, all of those things are temporary, and none of those things provided the things that they sought after from their mom and dad. None of those things. And this is what this series we are hoping is going to be about. We want to look at the Word of God, the true yesterday, the true today, the true tomorrow word of God that provides us comfort, hope, protection, and love that only God can provide. That only God can provide. We can only go to him for this measure, like a child would to a parent. We can only go to God for this. So last weekend, <clears throat> when I spoke about pace, you know, I said sometimes in the day, and many of you agreed with me, I said sometimes in the day, it just goes by. We're either in a hurry or we're either just going through the motions, but sometimes you walk through the day kind of numb. And many of you said yes. Do you say yes to that again? Yes. Sometimes you just go through the motions, you get stuff done, and you realize at the end of the day, wait, who did I talk to? What did I say? Who... Am I numb? Am I just that distracted? Am I avoiding thinking about something? Am I just that busy that I don't allow myself to slow down? And am I busy? Am I making myself busy because I don't want to think about something? I don't want to, uh, you know, remember that this is going on in my life. What, why am I not slowing myself down. We shared about this last week. And in the midst of that, in the midst of that, when we're aware of these things, sometimes we just can't shake it. Would you say amen to that? Sometimes we have a restlessness that we just can't shake. We still battle feeling lonely. We can't shake it. We avoid conversations. I would even say we avoid prayer and quiet time with God because we don't maybe want to look at what's going on in our lives, face what we're feeling inside. Amen to that? Yeah. 
So where do we turn? Well, I can tell you where I turn sometimes. I turn to some things that are, like my children, are temporary. Sometimes I might turn to shopping. Yeah, anyone? Shopping, yeah. And not just brick and mortar stores, right? Like, I could do plenty of damage on Amazon. Yeah? Sometimes, have you seen those things where the, all the packages show up, you know? And the husband comes home and is like, what happened? I don't know, you know. No, my husband knows. He knows exactly who ordered it and where it's coming from. But sometimes we turn to shopping. Sometimes we turn to eating. Look at this next slide. How cute is that? Right? Sometimes I just want to bury my face in a cake. Anyone else? Just me? Yeah? I think some of us in here. Uh, Or sometimes we want to sleep. We want to sleep and we just want to forget everything exists around us. These are temporary fixes to the problems we have. Our aching soul and our desires are proof that we are created for so much more than the things we settle for, for those temporary fixes. Have you ever experienced that type of situation? So I am glad you're here today. However you came about being here, it's no accident. I don't know how you came about being here, whether it's your first time or your 50th time or whatever. I'm glad you're here. You chose to brave the chilly day, but you are here not by accident because I believe and I have prayed and prayed and prayed and asked people to pray along with me that you, everyone in here, myself included, would feel God speak to their heart today. Will you say amen to that? So you might be thinking, well, what does God have to say to me? I've never really heard that. I've never really felt that. Well, just go with me on this, okay? So today in this series, we're going to do an exercise, okay? We're going to do an exercise today to reflect on the Word of God. And the Word that I just said is true yesterday, is true today, and is true tomorrow, So a few weeks ago, if you remember, Grant asked us to fill out these Dear Santa letters. Do you remember that? And a lot of you, a lot of you, there was a section there that said, I wish for this. And a lot of you said that you wished for more time with God. You wished for more prayer time, more time reading your Bible. You wished for a cat, Brayden. Did you get a cat? No. Okay. Santa said, not this year, buddy. Maybe next year. Um, But you said you wished for more time spent reading your Bible, and today we're going to do just that, and we're going to do it together. Now, traditionally, in a sermon, I, the preacher up here, might give you some points to walk away with, something to apply, but today is going to be a different type of experience. What you are going to take with you is up to you, your piece of paper, your pen, and the Holy Spirit. So let's pray before we begin. Lord, I ask that as we uh, begin this time, Lord, that you would just quiet our hearts and quiet our minds and lead us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I'm going to read a longer prayer in a second. But right now, I'm going to ask you to try to put away your distractions. Put away your distractions. Set, set things aside. The rest of the day can wait. You are here right now. I'm not sure who you're sitting next. Well, I can see who you're sitting next to. But just this is about you and about being here. And we're going to go through this together. You should all have a copy of Psalm 40, and we're going to go through it section by section. Now, as you see in this next slide right here, we have divided up the sections into five different sermons that will begin next week. So the first section, number one there is next week, number two, number three, number four, number five. So we're going to read uh, those sections individually in a moment. And what I want you to do is, I want you to, as we read through it together, so not quite yet, I want you to underline, circle, mark, however you want to do it, I want you to mark what stands out to you, okay? I want you, it could be a word, it could be a whole sentence, it could be absolutely nothing also, it could be absolutely nothing, but... Today is about examining what stands out to you, okay? Now, each week, we have come up with words that we will preach on. Those words are already set. So those words I will share with you in a moment. But today is about what stands out to you. So please make sure you have your paper and your pen ready. I'm also going to ask you if any words in particular, come to your mind. Let's say we're reading through something and something comes up like the word wait or the word, I don't know, or a name of a person, a family member, a coworker, uh, whatever. I'm gonna ask you to write those down because I believe that God is going to prompt you. And at the end of the day today, I will share with you the words that we will focus on but I want to know what stands out to you and I'll, and I'll tell you how to get that, that message to me later. So are we clear on instructions? All right, before we begin, I'm gonna read two verses and I'm gonna say another prayer. And I really want you to just be here. Psalm 119, 15. I will meditate on your precepts, which means your law, your word, your wisdom. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Psalm 119.36, turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Lord, I am so thankful for your living word to us that meets us in our circumstances and our needs. Today, Lord, I pray over all of us as we prepare to reflect on your word, help us move away from distractions and toward you. Lord, would we set aside what is stealing our attention from you? When our minds wander today, help us see when it is happening. Instead, Lord, draw our focus to your words. Make it clear, Lord, easy to understand. Enable us to embrace what you give us today. Show us what you would have us individually reflect on 
and would we fix our eyes on that? Lord, turn our attention away from all things that will not last. Guide our hearts in your ways and nothing else. Thank you for transforming our thoughts. Thank you for being in our life and help us experience that abundance that lies in you. Amen. So let's take a look here. Psalm 40. I wait patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Next section, verse 4. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done and the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Where I speak to tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Next section. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. Then I said, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. Next section, verse 11. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. There are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me. Be, ple be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, aha, aha, be appalled in their own shame. Last section. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. 
May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. So I'm going to go through this again one more time. And I'm going to ask you, I'm going to show you what stood out to me and maybe ask you what you stood out to you. Let's look at this first section again. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my, foot on a, my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in him. What words stood out to you? Just shout it. Patiently. Trust. Mire. Waited. Lifted. All these words mean different things to you. Let's go to the next section. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. No one can compare with you where I speak to tell of your deeds. They would be too many to declare. Here what stood out to me is the one who trusts in the Lord, those who turn, things you have planned. What stood out to you? Wonders, Wonders trust. Too many. Too many. None can compare. Let's go to the next section. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, here I am, I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord. As you know, I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness to the great assembly. Come on, any more words? Faithfulness. Assembly, here I, am. here I am. We'll finish reading this one more time. I'll stop asking you right now. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles without number surround me. My sins overtaken me. I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails within me. Be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly, Lord. Help me. May all those who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all those who desire my ruin be turned back in grace. May all those who say to me, aha, aha, be appalled in their own shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May all who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. 
But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. This morning, that last phrase stuck with me. My God, do not delay. My God, do not delay. I said that to myself over and over again this morning. I'm going to tell you what to do with your paper in a moment, but what did you think of that exercise? Did it make you feel maybe really good that you had some time to look at this? Did it make you feel maybe a little uncomfortable? I'm not sure what you felt individually. Perhaps you've been wanting a moment like this. Perhaps you've been avoiding a moment like this. Perhaps you feel like a breath of fresh air has come your way. Perhaps you, you reflect on God's word regularly and this, you loved it. What I want you to do is when you go home and look over this or you sit in your car, you might see something that you don't see now. I'm really going to ask you to take care of this piece of paper over the next six weeks. Put it either in your Bible that you bring or in your car or put it somewhere where you're going to see it. Because whatever our case may be, whatever age you are, I know God has something to say to you today and I know that he has something to say to you still. Here are the words that I want you to write down and we're going to look at these words over the next five weeks. Wait. Worship. Trust. Remember. Listen. Tell. Lament. Anger, shame, seek. Now, these are the words that we came up with, but I would like to know what stood out to you. So I would ask you this, if you feel comfortable sharing with me, grab a connect card in front of you and put it in the box, the offering box outside in the foyer, just with your word, it doesn't have to even have your name attached to it, or put the connect card in my hand or drop me an email, but I would like to to know what stood out to you because this is not just limited to my experience and the words we chose during teaching team. It's not limited to just that. I want to know what your experience is. And as I mentioned to you at the beginning, today is about examining what stands out to you. What stands out to you and I really, really hope you will share with me. These words that we just read, this psalm, the words in the Bible, they're meant to form something inside of us. If we call ourselves believers and if we call ourselves, you know, followers of Christ, the words of God 
are meant to accomplish something in us. They're meant to transform us, to change us, to challenge us. And as you sit here with these words, in the next six weeks, I hope that you will find yourself taking time to invest in something that is not a temporary fix. To invest in something that is meant to create, to form something inside of your heart. I pray that you will let the Lord speak to you through his living word and his Holy Spirit. I'm going to pray that we slow down enough, that that we can focus our minds enough that we would engage God and that we will prepare our hearts for what is to come in this series. You know, sometimes I I know we sometimes treat God like a vending machine. Yeah? I need a little hope. I need a little encouragement. I need a little... I don't want our lives to be like that. I don't want you to come on Sunday, get a little encouragement, then come again on Sunday. No, I want you to take this with you. I want you to to feast on these words, to think about them. Because it's not about what we need, but it's about who God is and what he can do. It's about that. And in the words that are true today, true tomorrow, and true forever, I will share these verses again, and I'll have the band come up right now. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless and give me life in your ways. You know, I just shared that this morning I was saying, God, do not delay. God, do not delay. God, do not delay. And you know, I know Grant has shared from up here and I've shared. Sometimes when you prepare to share a message, man, that's the time where the enemy likes to just put things in your brain. Put things in your brain, put little doubts, put little obstacles, you know. And I was claiming the true word of God that is true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I was saying, God, do not delay. God, do not delay. And then, bing, I get a message on my phone. It's from my friend right here, Erin Sellenbach. I just saw you. Where are you? There you are. Erin sent me a message, and she says, I know you're busy, but I wanted to send this to you. And I, I had to pause it because I, I just finished my makeup. I was going to run makeup everywhere. But I want to share this with you today. And I believe, I believe that God had a message for me this morning through Aaron. And I believe that this message is meant for me to share with you today because maybe someone in here needs to see these words as I did today. These are lyrics from a song that she shared with me today. First time I heard it. Can you bring them up for me, Electra? I sent my only son to be with whom I love 
you are all I want. The wonder of it all from heaven's gates, you catch my gaze. And I love you in the morning, in the noontime, in the evening. You're my one thing, you're my dearest. Here's my love note, can you hear it? I'm all around you, I'm all around you, I'm all around you, I'm all around you, I'm all around you. Amen. I couldn't finish that song today because I was overwhelmed by that line that said, through heaven's gates, you catch my gaze. God knows what you need when you need it. He knows what you need when you don't know what you need. Let's focus on these words, my friends, during this series. Please meditate on them. Meditate, think about them. Pray over it. Keep it near. We're going to go into communion right now. I'll be up here with Stephen. And I'll have some elders in the back there. Communion is something that we do every Sunday. If you are just visiting us for the first time here, this is a table that we are all invited to. This is a table that we are all invited to. And Jesus says, come. Jesus says, my eyes are fixed on you. You are all I want. And we do this. We take the bread and we take the cup to remember this very fact that we have someone all around us, all around us, all around us. Would you say amen to that? Amen. So come to the front here or in the back and hold your communion and we'll take it together in a moment. have never done this. I don't know. I imagine what the disciples looked around the table. They had never done it. And they were sitting there with Jesus. What I love about that picture is that, you know, Jesus stopped. And as I said last week again about pace, Jesus was never recorded as being in a hurry. And he stopped to do this. And I think this is so important for us to stop and do every week and remember, remember that we have access to him. And remember that we are the ones he loves. Let's take the bread. we may think, I don't have my life together. I don't have, you know, I have sin, I have doubt, I have this, I have that. Welcome to the club. Cheers to that, in fact. Because no one's going to have this together. That's why we have Jesus. And that's why we meditate in his ways. He 
is the one, he, we are the ones he loves. Amen? Amen. Let's take the cup. Lord, I ask that as we as we finish our time here today, Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for the time and space that you have provided to reflect on your word and Take the time to circle what stands out to us, to highlight phrases and words and write things down, Lord. Lord, I ask that you continue to speak to each one of us. Lord, we leave this place and there's things to do and places to be and people to see and all the things, Lord, Lord, but that you would slow the pace of our minds, of our hearts. Lord, help us focus on what is true yesterday, true today, and will be true tomorrow, and that is you and your word, Lord. Lord, thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's sing together.